What's up, After Buzzers? It's your favorite time of week. It's the This Is Us After Show. And this week was very, very pivotal for so many characters. We started finding out more and more about Jack and Rebecca's love story and how they became to be. We heard about Kate and we heard about Randall and their little debacle. And obviously, Kevin's learning more and more about Jack's time in Vietnam. So you won't want to miss any of it. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Oh, I love this this song. I know. That's what I know. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. This was the song that led us out of this episode, and it was so, so good. This episode was really good. I didn't cry either. I know. Three episodes. Third episode? Third episode. Three episodes with their tears. I teared up last week. Oh, you did? A little bit. Okay. But this week we were good. We're getting a lot of storyline, which makes me think there's going to be a lot lot of tears to come. Yes. I feel like it too. I can feel it impending on us. What's up, everyone? My name is Candace Cruz. Thanks for joining us. We obviously are missing Keith this week, but we still have our lovely ladies. The bun game going on. I really like it. Black and yellow game going on. The black and yellow. Yeah. Blue. Mine's blue. It's fine. It's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who are you, ladies? You can introduce yourself. I'm the girl with no name. Hey, guys. (laughs) Well, I have a name. I'm Paris Rose. Paris with two R's. And I'm Lena Nori, here for three seasons now. Woo! A vet. A vet. You've been here three seasons, too, no? Dos. <laughs> I guess no I'm the what? only one here that's been here for three seasons. I wasn't on AfterBuzz that time during first season. You weren't. I was not. Where were you? I wasn't here. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I was lost until I found here. Lost and until this, you found here. Exactly. Wonderful. There you go. Perfect. Exactly. Well, I feel like a lot of characters were lost in trying to find their way this episode, yeah. for sure. So we definitely want to break it down for you guys. We have our special segment at the end about our number of tearjerkers. We changed up a little bit on us, so. We'll let you know how that goes closer in time. We did it the episode before. No, I know, but now we have a, a I have ranking. I pretend like I'm crying. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll explain everything like, later. I gotta, you gotta. She's gotta prepare herself. I gotta start thinking about the. She's past. gotta think of all the things <laughs> that like, happened in this oh episode. God. But I feel like we should just start at the very top of the Randall and Kate conversation that happened because I know you two ladies definitely had some strong opinions on this one, but. What were your overall thoughts of the whole episode? And then we'll go into Randall and King. On the whole episode. Whole episode. Ooh. Um, gosh. It was informative. I felt like it answered a few questions. That's a good way a of putting few, it. Yeah. A few questions. I still have a lot of other questions. Mm. I, I think we'll get to know more. Like, I want to know more about Jack's brother. That's yeah. where I was. Like, do, we, do they even know about Jack's brother? Do they know he had a brother? And so those are, like, my questions. And... They're really not even that important, but that's all I kept thinking about this whole episode. <laughs> I agree, and I think um, Kate's character, there was definitely a huge breakthrough, especially yes. in that moment was when she wasn't coming out of anesthesia, and we saw tiny Kate, and then middle angry Kate, and then, of course, <laughs> big Kate, and then Jack was in the picture. I think that for this episode, uh, we really kind of broke through Kate's character, and mm. I think she kind of like came across on the other side. I don't think it's going to be easy. We'll get into that when we go into predictions, but... I think she's come a long way. I do too. And I mean, that kind of goes perfectly into the whole Randall and Kate argument and conversation. I don't even know if it was be an argument, a a tiff, whatever it is. But you guys did have strong opinions. And I'm going to play devil's advocate. So I'm going to let (laughs) y'all take it first. Yeah. Before I get into my opinion. because So we were like kind of talking to the TV screen, which is what we usually do every week. And we're always like, hold the conversations for the after show. But I know my immediate thought 
of that situation of the exchange between Randall and Kate was, um, I understand it was, it can be taken as a very insensitive comment. What Kate had said, um, previously about, um, wanting part of her father and her child or being able to see her face or Toby's face or their dad and kind of that disconnect with Randall feeling like, well, what about me? I'm adopted. And I've always said on every after show, I think that we've done how much Randall reminds me of Jack, but I can see his side, but I definitely am going to say that I felt um, more sympathetic towards Kate because her point was correct in saying like, Hey, you have two biological kids and then you guys adopted. And I think for her, it's not about biological versus adopted. I think it's about a woman. Um, You know, we always hear about, you know, people being able to get pregnant so easily and things like that. So I like the fact that they brought this topic to the table because there's lots of women out there that cannot get pregnant. Mm. So for her, I don't think it's about her thinking that having her own child is better than adopting a child. It's about something being taken away from me, something that a lot of people don't think that you might not be able to do. Like, would you ever think, hey, you can't have a kid? There's a lot of women that go through this where they do, you know, they go through in vitro and they do different forms of therapy that are really difficult on a woman's body. So I can understand where she was coming from, where she's like, this is not about you. Like, don't make this about you. Mm. This is about me wanting something that I can't have right now. And so I could actually kind of sway more with Kate. And I think. Yeah, I completely agree. I love Randall. I love Randall's character. However, I do feel like he makes things about him. And while I get, I can't possibly understand how it feels to be adopted. He really brings it always back to that. And she's like, okay, this is really not about you. And I didn't like that he tried to guilt her into... It's kind of a rite of passage as a woman to be able to have your own child. And to, at that moment where she's having surgery in a week to tell her to bring this up, I felt that he was actually wrong in this moment. And I, I was proud of Kate for standing up for herself. This and whole episode Beth agreed. Beth agreed. Yeah, and Beth agreed. She's like, Randall, you need to mind your own business yeah. sometimes. Okay. Uh, you're, you're keeping it silent. Are you? Devil's advocate. <laughs> okay, devil's advocate. Because I agree with everything you said. I don't disagree. However, I do think that there is an element, and I understand where Randall comes from, in the sense of he's not, I don't think he vindictively tries to direct it back towards him. I think it's just no one's actually addressed the fact, and he has to constantly put it out there because I feel like people tiptoe around the conversation a lot. And, like, it's just a very passive topic that if the fact is, is like I even said last week, it was a Freudian slip. Meaning if it's a Freudian slip, that is still the main thought in your conscious mind. And that means that she still does not accept him in the way that he feels like he should be accepted. So I think that like, it, it give and take. I'm not like trying to like push it too far because I don't think that that's the whole point. Yeah. I think that this episode definitely was geared more towards Kate and swaying towards Kate's opinion and Kate's perspective. But again, I still see Randall's side as like, he wasn't even coming from that point. He was literally making the point in like, why don't you see dad and me? He did not try to make the conversation about her not being able to do all this stuff either. It just happened that the conversation went that way. So that's where I was coming from. And like, I can see where he's, his perspective is like, that's why he said he was sorry. He didn't mean to come from that place. He meant to come from like, I'm literally telling you like, that was a mean and hurtful thing to say. The the word you just said, like two sentences ago, perspective, like that's the best way to hit it on the nail is Everyone's perspective is so different. Randall's reality is so different than Kate's. For Kate, it's more being a woman mm-hmm. and facing the reality that you could possibly not have a child. Whether it's because she's 
you know, overweight or the situation may be, she's, that's why she's like, this is not about you, but that's her perspective because she's being told, Hey, something that you're born and you think that a woman's, um, not obligation, but kind of like women, you know, when you think of a woman, you think she's eventually going to get older and have a child. And that's not always the case nowadays, but I'm just talking about like what you would think biologically. And she's being told, no, I'm taking that away from you. So her perspective, I feel like was simply, Hey, this is about me having something, a right or not a right, like something taken away from me. And then Randall's, I completely understand because it it was an insensitive comment, but I don't, I still don't think she meant it that way. It's it's like a very common thing that a lot of people say, but it was hurtful. Like, oh, I want to see my, my husband and my child, which I want my child to look like me. I don't want to look like my husband. (laughs) I don't think she meant it that way. I think she meant like, unfortunately he is adopted. So there's no way that his children will look like Jack as you see his children. They don't look like Jack. So I think she wanted to like actually see Jack. Right. No, I agree. I think that we could probably talk about this topic all night long, but I would rather hop into more on Kate and talking about like seeing the three versions of Kate. Cause I think that that's a lot more crucial of a conversation for this entire episode. That was a great point. A great like, issue but i really think like obviously randall flew out and he realized his wrongdoing and yeah. like pulled the jack. beth helped yeah. him. he pulled a jack so therefore like the conversation came full circle the issue came full circle yeah. but what i found interesting okay was, hold on before you go to the case the, the, the text chat Oh. That Miguel and Beth. Oh, and I wasn't even thinking about Debbie. that because I was literally thinking about like Beth just throwing it in there. But sure, we can throw it to the text chat. I just there's nothing to talk we about. I just like think that. it's the best thing since sliced bread <laughs> because it's like oh, you guys have your little big three, and so oh, we've got our text chat. Oh, I just Toby, with Miguel, Toby, Toby and Miguel, Beth. and Beth. Yeah. Let's, yeah, they're they're mostly gifts, but of course, you know, Miguel throws some random wisdom in there. Yeah. So she's. I love that. That was cute. Yeah, I just would like to see a, a chain of that and see what gifts. I know. If you guys have any idea, I feel Create like if there's someone wants to do a fan fiction of like what <laughs> gifts were in this text message chat, that would be greatly appreciated. I guarantee oh you, they just clown on them the whole time, and I would love to see what's written in that text. It's chat. like what happened in the bar last season, like on steroids yeah. in a text message. And I would love to see it. Okay, now oh. we can get to the three. Yeah, oh, we the can Kates. get to the three. Kates. Okay. okay, I loved the three Kates and like seeing. I mean, just the development of what we've seen. Like you even said it earlier of like being able to see Kate kind of come into her own this episode. We got to see literally all three of them. Yeah, in one situation, and like the little Kate's just so sweet. Oh my gosh, she's so cute I and bubbly her so much. Middle Kate's just distraught. Poor girl. Well, I was like that yeah. too. I hated those years. Oh, God, that was such a hard time. School's such a difficult time, especially, like, junior high to high school. And even when you, I mean, you just lost your dad. They weren't showing middle cake before losing Jack. They showed her right after and, like, hey, we just lost our dad, so I don't care. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Yeah. I like seeing the evolution of Kate because you have little bubbly Kate and then you have... But I feel like this is a new Kate this this episode. It's the first Kate that's actually confident in herself. And she's like, you know what? I don't need my dad. I'm not going to stay in the happy place. I want... To, we're going to be a mom. Despite her teen self being like, you're not going to be a mom. You're not going to be a good mom. I feel like she finally stood up for herself. And that is the first time ever. So this is a new Kate. I like that. That's like good. Kate. Yeah, I like this Kate a lot. Um, I, speaking of all of the, the evolution and everything, we have had a lot of evolutions at After Buzz TV, which we announced last week as yes. well. Because, as you know, we have Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> that you was a reaction 
did right there. Um, so like we said previously in last week, be sure to go and subscribe and like the channel. We don't have any pesky notifications if you mark it on YouTube. So be sure to go and subscribe to all of the YouTube channels that AfterBuzz has, whether that be drama, comedy, reality. We have it all where the ESPN of TV talk. So we have evolved in that way here at AfterBuzz TV. You can now find us on Spotify, which makes me happy because I am a subscriber. I pay that $9 a month. So thank you very much. I am happy for that. So, yeah. I really love she's, the excitement. She's there. liking our channel and everything. Me? Yeah. Oh, single. well, yeah. Yeah, because I listen to podcasts on the way to work. I drive a 30-minute commute. So There's some really good podcasts on there. There's a lot of them nowadays. And especially if you, like, I don't always have time to watch YouTube. As much as I love our YouTube channel, like I can watch it here and there. I can't watch it while I'm driving. So if I want right. to like catch up on my other shows, I can now go on to Spotify and not iTunes. But I love iTunes too. So you should go over to iTunes. <laughs> she loves it all. I do. I'm an, a TV junkie. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Clearly. Because I am talking all about this and being way too excited about Spotify and everything else. So that's fine. But back to this is us yes. sorry for that one little tidbit up there but i just had to share it with you guys the three kates moment what'd yeah. you think i'll go three after kates you because i'm trying to like get my thoughts together get your thoughts yeah. together um you know i really i had some notes about the the three kates and jack showing up i think jack was so significant to this element because i think that that's where she's been that's the reason why our older Kate has been holding back for so long is because she never, like, middle Kate really threw it in her face of, like, you haven't been able to have a dog for 20 years. What makes you think you can yeah. have a child yes. because Ouch. of your dad? Yeah. Because you've been holding on to that for so long, for 20 years of not letting him go. And I think that him opening that door and signifying her walking out that door was that moment of her, like, I can release you. I yeah. can let you go because she hasn't let him go for that long. Yeah. And like, even with the comment that we were talking about earlier, she clearly hasn't let it go because she wants to like, that's a main point. She oh, yeah. wants to see him again. And so I don't know. I just really liked seeing the three and it was a big shift from what we normally see on this is us. We normally see the flashbacks, the future present, yeah. like the different tenses. We never see like, let's have all three together. Fairy tale land, yeah. Yeah, it's like been... the, the dream sequence was a little bit of a throw off for me, but <laughs> I liked it. I think it served its purpose. So, okay, so this was Gosh. my like thought and it was weird because I literally had this conversation with my brother yesterday. So as you know, I talk on my Instagram a lot about meditation and wellness. Yeah. And so one of my favorite quotes has always been that you don't have to believe everything your mind tells you. And so... Mm. We're programmed mm. to think that our brain, what it tells us, is accurate. Like you think, just like I said, think. You have a, a, a equation and you think the right answer. So we think, hence going back to think, that whatever our brain tells us is the truth or is yeah. fact. And so when my brother, my brother and I were talking, we were saying that your brain actually is just an accumulation, an answer it gives you based on your past experiences. Mm -hmm. So in that exact scene of Kate, and then you have little mini Kate and big Kate, I was like, oh my God, this is what we were talking about yesterday, where her brain is telling her, you can't be a mom. What are you talking about? What are you thinking? And then her brain brings in her dad. It's almost to like throw in the dad to be like, but you're not over your dad. Yeah. This is like your moment. Yep. I literally felt that she was inside of her own mind. And at that exact moment of being you know, because she was unconscious because she was under anesthesia. So her subconscious mind is doing what we think is facts, but it's not facts. It's just 
taking past experiences and throwing them at her, telling her what to do in her current life. Mm -hmm. So she walks up and she's thinking she's going to see her baby. She sees this cute little happy baby, some baby that looks like it's hungry and then some baby that's like knocked out and then hers is empty. And that's her mind telling her like, you're not going to have that baby. You can't be a mom. You're not good enough. Your life is this. Your father left your life. So at that moment, I feel like that's why... I think that Kate kind of had a breakthrough in this episode Mm. where she's inside of her mind. She's hearing what her mind tells her and she's making the conscious decision subconsciously to be like, no. And she turns to teenage Kate and she goes, you are going to be a mom. So she went against everything her mind was telling her at that moment and has been telling her for the last three seasons. And I'm just like, yes, because I just had this conversation with my brother yesterday. Like that was the moment during the episode, I'm like, oh my God, I was just talking about this yesterday. She has now come past her mind telling her she can't. She can't do this. She can't be a singer. She can't do this. You're overweight. You're this. Your father's dead. She's like, no, I will be a mother. And I'm walking out that door and I'm going straight to Toby before he marries somebody else. And she says she's a singer, <laughs> which, which yeah, I thought which was I love. Yeah. Yeah. Going off of what you were saying, and I think this leads perfectly into the next conversation from the show, but I got this quote yesterday. I was watching this interview with Heidi Klum, which she just had a new book come out. I know it has nothing to do with This Is Us. <laughs> but um, I was watching her interview with Robin Roberts, and she said this most amazing quote. This is not her quote. This is just one of her favorite quotes. I'll have to find out who it's from. So if any of you guys know, put it in the comments. But I love it. The mind is an instrument. Don't let it play you. I agree. I was like, oh, beautiful. (laughs) I love it. And it kind of goes into Toby and Randall's conversation of like, we obviously have seen Toby go off of the antidepressants because it it causes lower sperm count. He really just wants to take care of Kate Mm -hmm. and to love her and like to give her this baby. And so now... I thought it was a really cool intimate moment between Toby and Randall to have like this man conversation, which I liked. They were like, man, man (laughs) conversation about like depression and anxiety because it's such a taboo topic for men. And to see him like shaking his knee and for them to talk about it and like Randall to say, I really just want to erase that moment when Beth found me on the floor crying. And then Toby's like, I hope that, you know, Kate never sees me have depression before. Yeah. I feel like this whole episode was a great um, display of the roles of Mm. the man and a woman and what it it means to be a man. Because obviously Rebecca was just so taken aback by Jack actually washing the dishes because she, (gasps) and I was like, yes, that well, would yeah, make so much to me, too. We saw her backstory of how oh, yeah. she grew that. up in, like, the 50s where, like, their women are just cooking and cleaning. And it, it's surprising that even from back in the days, Rebecca was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I just feel like this whole episode is just telling us, like, Toby always has to be the strength for Kate. Randall's supposed to be the strength, but really Beth is the strength, and which is not the right roles. But really, I feel like... The point is that there are no roles. We can, one man can be weak, women can be weak. It's just about, honestly, like, just being there for your partner. And She's dropping knowledge over here, <laughs> yes. And, you know, aside from roles, what I noticed kind of the interaction between her parents is it was very superficial. The mom was wearing, you know, yes. glammed out, baking and cooking, and their kiss was superficial. She would, like, look over, see her mom washing the dishes and look at her daddy's on the couch drinking his tea. Yeah. There really wasn't... There was, like, the lack of that intimacy and love. And I feel like yeah. when her um, high school... I believe that was high school sweetheart came back with the flowers. Alan. That was kind of, like, the parallel where she was looking at him and she's like, he's back. He says all the right things. But then when he said, 
hey, you should move to New York, not L.A., because I'm going to be in New York, and then we can kind of play house. I feel like she kind of had that outer body moment where she looked and said, oh, my God, I don't want my mom's life. Because if you remember, like, the mom and dad were so happy when he came. Yeah. He came with the flowers. And I think that that's kind of what appealed to her about Jack is that, you know, I don't have that certainty. I don't know where this is going to go. I've what, known him for a total of four hours. But she felt something, and she felt something right because I feel like the second she went to the apartment and she saw him starting to clean, which, by the way, is so random, by the way. I think he's, like, a little bit socially awkward, so he started, like, putting the dishes. Not that it's weird that he's putting the dishes, but... Right. Hi, you moment, came over. <laughs> but let me you, but clean. Let me, let me just right turn my back. So yeah. I just want to clarify. It's so not weird that he was cleaning. It's just weird, like... I thought that. That he went straight... I'm like, do you want to, like, sit on the couch? Do you want to have, like, some tea? Do you want to talk to my, to her? My like. mom gets back. And I feel like the moment that she kind of saw that he broke that barrier of, you know, you're supposed to be in the baking class and you're mm-hmm. supposed to do this, she immediately looked at him and goes, let's go to Los Angeles, which I thought was, like, crazy. You've known each other for four hours total. And you want to drive to Los Angeles? Okay. You learn a lot about a person when you travel with them, let me tell you. <laughs> it's true. <but. laughs> it's very true. All of it comes out. But I I mean, I love that whole, I don't know, I was just so obsessed with them. Like, <laughs> why was it such a turn on that he's washing the dishes? <laughs> why? It's like, just kiss him. I know. Like, that whole I moment. Thought they I were thought were going to kiss. Tish, tish yes. Just building. I was like... This is like the moment that they like decide. That and then this she is thought like there's gonna life. be soap everywhere. I know. Like, I was like, yes, this is gonna be amazing. So basically, you wanted to turn into like a telenovela. Yeah. Yes. Exactly what I wanted. But it was still good. They still went to Los Angeles, so I'm excited to see that. That's another that prediction that we will have in the future because I want to know what's gonna happen. How long is that two. drive from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, by the way? Oh, no, you got Waze on your phone? Let's do it. Let's figure it out. Yeah, but Waze is going to tell you the faster way. There was no Waze back then. You took a map out. It's probably like a two-day drive. Uh, Probably more like a four-day drive. I mean, back in those days, the type of car does not go that fast. If anyone want to MapQuest it for us, MapQuest still doesn't exist. MapQuest, oh my gosh. (laughs) But you know what's so crazy is I know that this guy had come back and it's like a second chance or third chance, whatever she said it was. Um, Is that she took a chance on a guy that she barely knows and spent a total of like four hours or they've had some really awkward exchanges I'm not gonna lie between the first right. day and first was the awful. grocery store or, or the convenience store where she just like rushed off by the time like <laughs> she snapped and disappeared did you see I was like where did she go like, <laughs> yes, was, was she, like I, thought, huh? I thought for a second maybe he imagined it they've had so many awkward encounters but the connection she felt or kind of like that it's almost like she liked the fact that she didn't know what to expect had trumped the fact that here comes a guy from your past that's willing to give you everything you want that says, come move to New York with me. Certainty. It's like the he notebook. He has certainty. Alan Yeah, has certainty. and she chose uncertainty, which is very uncharacteristic of a, a female, I feel like, or at least of me. <laughs> I feel like it was very much like the notebook because we don't really know that the other guy was a bad guy. He actually just... He looked... Not, I, I mean, think he was all, nice. He was saying all the right things for me. I was like, yes. He just invited her to London and she didn't want to go, so... So it's a it's two good options. I feel like she chose the. If I'm I'm a big fan of the Notebook. <laughs> so, I mean I love but Jack. So she chose so like, the, the bad you know the bad boy in a way. So the Jack instead of the other great option, but he was just too clean cut. Okay, but, but he looked like Kevin. Did do we? He looked that? like Kevin. He really did. High school version of him, where he's holding her saw, looked like Kevin, and I'm like that's kind of weird. <laughs> I think it was a coincidence. I think so too. But yeah. what do you what? 
Do you guys believe in feelings and love at first sight? Absolutely. Not love at first sight. I absolutely believe in the power of energies. Okay. And I believe that um, there are people not only that have like empath like their empaths but i also feel that some people just like you have senses are stronger mm-hmm. it's stronger in love and therefore you can kind of sense that or project that onto somebody else and this is a weird conversation i'm not going to get into it but yes i do believe in it <laughs> okay i don't know about love i don't think you can actually love somebody i think love is something that like grows and blossoms yeah i believe that you can feel someone else's energy and have that instant connection yeah, I think so too. And even like the way that she kept wanting and mistake, kind of going back to the grocery store, that awkward encounter. So weird. Where she asked the random question, Do you have a dream? And he stopped. He was like, No one's ever asked me that question. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that they can have like the most awkward conversation yet like meaningful moments. I don't know. They're I feel just like awkward. you just, They're just awkward. They're so I love awkward. And if I was I love Rebecca, awkward, I think it's so much better than like then- normal. If I was Rebecca, I would see that as a sign. That I'm yeah. there going to get this bottle of wine to celebrate. And then I run into Jack and his mom, and he's not supposed to be on the side of the town. And then we're talking about yep. dreams. I would be like, this is a sign. This doesn't happen. Okay, speaking of signs, the fact that she's able to find his house based <laughs> off of, like, <laughs> hey, you mentioned your mom staying at this house on the street. And we all started laughing. We're like... Yeah. In today's day and age, that's considered stalking. <laughs> well, you know, on Instagram, you do the same just thing. Job, you just don't have to look at the car. You just be like, wait, he was, she was there, okay? Three Who else was there? Ago. Great. <laughs> Got it. They I just know where have they were. no ego and they play no games. And I yeah. think that in their weird awkwardness, the fact that they just play no games and they're so, like, transparent. Mm. I know. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about Jack, too, because it kind of goes into the Kevin situation. And, like, obviously, next episode we're leading up to, which we'll talk more about in predictions, is finding a lot more about Jack and his brother and what made him Jack. But we had a little bit of that moment where Kevin's premiere was extremely amazing. He got to go talk to Terry Gross and do an interview. And, obviously, Zoe is starting to be a little bit more smitten because she's like... This could benefit me, too. I'm going to be a red carpet girlfriend. (laughs) You'll see how we feel about Zoe. Just say it. But I loved the moment where we had Jack and Kevin when he was younger. And they were, like, trying to... Do you remember when they were in the convenience store? And he didn't ask the question? He didn't. Because he even said in his interview, he was like, I never, like... He never talked about it. But... He asked him if he had any questions. Yeah, because when he tried to grab for the fake grenade, I feel like his dad had kind of like a PTSD moment oh, or yeah. or was upset with the fact that it's something that people act out or pretend because we only hear in the news, we see, but we don't know what these people psychologically actually go through. You you don't walk, you don't come back. I mean, he lost his brother and then we saw at the end, um, one of his, uh, the other veterans had reached out back. I don't know if you guys saw, he had a prosthetic leg. Mm. Oh, I didn't even see that. He did. Have, he, I don't. I, he hasn't reached out yet, but they did a shot of like one of the guys that his father served with, and he did. He lost his leg in the war. I mean, I. I mean, I thought that was the no. That was the close of the episode. He sent an email, and it came up on the guy's computer. He did, but he didn't respond yet. The guy well, yeah, I meant like yeah. just the. You know, that part. guy has the prosthetic leg. Yes, oh, correct. I, I did not. Someone see. that was in the picture. So Zoe helped him find that. Which I mean, I can. I come from a military family, and it is a real thing. And that's about all you can really talk about, but there's something that you carry with the rest of your life. So, I mean, I definitely feel like it's going to be an interesting few episodes, and I think it's an amazing thing that they're addressing it, um, especially with it being Vietnam, because I think Vietnam and Korea were two of the, like, 
the ones that a lot of men came back with a lot of PTSD. And I know that obviously men and women have it now, but I think that was the one that people didn't talk about it as much as they do now. Like you don't have the medication or you don't have anything like that or any ways to cope with it. And that obviously led into Jack's alcoholism and all of that. So I think that a lot of things are going to unfold from us learning, but I find it, amazing that Kevin's finally taking that initiative and has like that passion. I think he hasn't had a passion or a drive like at a purpose. All. Yeah. A purpose. Yes. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. He has so much guilt though. I can feel it. Yes. yes. Going to say that. And I mean, sometimes guilt can be the driving force of a passion. I don't think he should feel guilt at that no. age when he asked. He was like maybe what, seven, eight? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have any war questions, no serious war questions. So I don't, and if that's the only time Jack ever brought it up, I don't, I don't blame him. And also at that age, like you think you're going to have your dad for the rest of your life. Yeah. At 17 and 18, you're like, we'll talk about it when we get older, yeah. like when we're ready to talk about it. Or it slips your mind because it's your dad. Like yeah. that's not something that you're like, Tell me. I'm just so impressed with the writers of This Is Us. I know I sound like a broken record because I say this all the time. The fact that they can put together so many topics that need to be talked about and they do it so tastefully. It doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Fluidly is a better word. We're like completing each other's like sentences today. (laughs) I've missed this, I know. Um, No, I mean, not I miss me. I miss whatever. Anyways. We got it. I was like, I don't miss me. I miss this. But no, it's (laughs) how many like women that can't you know, give birth to children, um, the issue of adoption, not an issue, but the question of adoption, like mm-hmm. when you can adopt when, um, there's no other alternative. And then now we're talking about PTSD and veterans and wars. And I'm so excited that I feel like we finally about to get that, you know, layer off, but you know, something that I did want to talk about, um, which I'm hoping we're going into next is, is I, I feel like, you know, when Randall was having that moment where he was talking about how we're all trying to like hold on to dad in different oh, yeah. ways, like we're yeah. searching for him. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a profound moment, and then I I noticed the the part where Beth was like rolling her ring, yeah, I and like, I feel like I really think about it. She kind of they all get lost, like Toby, Beth, Miguel. Not that I care about Miguel that much. I'm just kidding. I love Miguel. <laughs> I actually like Miguel now. Yeah. We haven't seen him at all, but I feel so bad for those three because I feel like it's always about them and their loss. And I love Jack. No one loves Jack more than I do. But I feel like somehow the other three just get shuffled. And I think yeah. that's kind of where it's going now is we see Toby getting off his antidepressants. Now the situation with Beth, like, I, I don't know if that meant like she was just anxious or like. Well, like, um, didn't Miguel say, or no, not Miguel. It's William. a conversation. William. It was a conversation with William. He says like every time that Randall's breaking down, but Beth has something going on. She twirls her um, ring as if she's thinking, why did I get married in the first place? Yeah. And so they were showing us that again, she's doing it. And normally she'll just give in and go into whatever Randall's problems are. But this time they're showing that she stuck up for herself. So she's doing something different. Good for her, dude. I do feel like it's always about them. And I get it it because they're the big three. But now we see some serious things. Beth gets laid off. um, Fired. Fired, yeah. After 12 years. Laid off and fired are huge. Well, she was 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 laid off. Technically, it's laid off because they said we don't have the budget. They, they didn't let her go. Yeah. And they're giving her severance at least. So, because yeah. like but if still. if it's fired, then they would have said it's like something that she didn't fit anymore. He said that we have to let it go because of budget. I mean, it could have just been their legal way because the lady was like hey, <clears throat> elbowing him when he said it's her favorite. But I think that's kind of where I liked that the episode was going is that Randall's still talking about the father and everything that we just talked about, and then it goes into like, wait a second, what about Beth getting laid off or fired, whatever it is, um, Toby. 
talking about. I mean, I know, did he actually say he got off his antidepressants? Yeah, he told. Yeah, he, he told, told Randall. Randall, which I think should have been a bigger thing. Yeah, because that's a big deal. But it, kind of a little bit more about Randall and Beth. Like Randall's now wanting to run for office, but yes, yet she definitely. just got laid off. Like, how is that financially going to affect the family? They they just adopt Deja, which Deja had a freak out moment. They and have the building, Randall. which costs a ton of money. They have the building now. He's trying to take on this big project, which obviously like stemmed from Sky getting attacked, yeah. which we found out was like such a huge and crucial person in William's life and again Randall's trying to uphold his father so it's like this big like spiraling circle of never ending and then I feel like the Kate conversation at least from my perspective is kind of looking at it watching the show is ever since Kate made that comment about the you know him not having the biological part of Jack now I feel like he's gonna up the ante like he's gonna gosh even Try more? to be more like Jack. That's why he's like, you know, my dad, and he was just always helping people, and I could do more, and I can run for office, but it's like, he's trying to be his dad, but what about your family? Like, what about your wife? Like, even even I'm helping Deja, I think it's amazing, but then, remember, his own daughters were concerned that they're just going to kind of get shuffled Lost under the, the shuffle. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it kind of goes into, I think he needs to tap into more of the Jack that was at home. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, majority of what Jack was all being about a superhero is about family. Yeah. It wasn't just about the job. And I think sometimes he's trying to overcompensate. And because we always see our dads as superheroes. We don't see them necessarily as like humans. And so I think sometimes he's giving him a little bit more like grandiosity rather than who Jack was which was he cared for his family first mm-hmm. and foremost and then everyone else was taken care of if you remember he sucked up his ego and went back to his dad and asked his dad for money yeah yeah to help his family and his dad had no idea that he even had a wife and kids which we also That's, saw dad again we saw jack's dad we uh, almost forgot about that yeah. oh my god what a piece of shit sorry yep. am i allowed to say that we can well, say okay. that's what he was the mom i don't think I've, we've seen the mom we've never before. seen the mom we've never seen the mom shocked to see her so fragile and <sighs> but yeah. that dad bringing up like his brother getting killed yeah. and kind oh, of making it sound like it's his fault smack holy him. smokes yeah. i to smack him how is he such this is where we go back to nurture versus nature where biology it being in question because of randall jack from what i've seen so far except for the alcoholism is nothing like his father no like no. nothing no. I mean, except for the alcoholism, which oh, could be like also because of yeah. PTSD. Yeah. And also, I think that that was a big generational change, yeah. too, if you think yeah. about it. Like, the era. between that era, I think there's a big, like, shift because women were getting more rights, getting yeah. more opportunities, that type of, and, like, Wait, same with men, too. You girls don't think that they kind of, Rebecca and her mom had, like, a bonding moment at the end? You know, when she said that she... Is interested in Jack. This that wasn't guy. Rebecca's no. mom. That's that was the Alan's mom. mom. Oh my Remember, god! Rebecca has a terrible relationship with her mom. They like don't even speak anymore because she's always nagging her. She's always saying things she doesn't do right. Remember they're at the cabin last season. Yes. And there's always something that she's doing wrong, so she doesn't like. Oh my her. god, you guys! I totally missed that part. So she's telling the guy's mom that I don't want to be with your son. I want Which, to be with this other to guy. That mom yes. because she's Holy like, you just have smokes. a feeling. Yeah, the mom, the, the boyfriend, ex boyfriend's mom has. I guess she's just really strong and always got Rebecca. But I thought that was a very intense conversation to have with. That just with went right? over my head. Right? Do you see the shock on my face? Yeah. You're telling yeah. the mom after you just had dinner, and your son wants to move to New York with her. Like, oh, by the way, there's this guy. I've only known him for, like, four hours, but... I think she just knew that I feel like everything's been a lie in the last hour. (laughs) It just changed your whole perspective. Yeah, because I thought that was her mom, and I even said, I go, it doesn't really look like her her mom, but... (laughs) 
I'm like, you know, why would... changed. No, because I was like, color. why would she be having this conversation with his mom? Yeah. It's been a long night, guys. Well, guys, I want to hop in because we're running out of time yeah. and we can talk about this forever and ever. I want to get to our our special segment. Yeah. Because I love our tissues. We don't have our music yet. I was like waiting for music and I was like, oh no, uh, we don't have music. Should I start ugly crying? <laughs> That's it. Our music is just our ugly. <laughs> we should start crying because isn't there only like 14 episodes left? Um, <laughs> right? You have a middle hiatus. So yeah. It's not straight. It's not 18 episodes. 18. I, think, I thought it was 22. Is oh, it there's more? I think 18. There's 22 last season. I will take it. I mean, I'll take as many episodes as you want to give me. But yeah, let's get into yes. our tearjerker. So what we did, Lena, is that we changed just a little bit. We did our tearjerker moment, but we ranked them between one tissue to five tissues. So one tissue being like barely a tearjerker, five tissues being like, oh my God, the floodgates have opened. I judge yours or I'm judging mine. Thank you. We, oh, we are oh, our own tearjerker moment. Oh, okay. So, would you like to take it away first, Paris? Oh, boy. Okay. Let me grab that. Oh, let me throw oh, yes. those over. Let, and then we push those cheeks. Uh, mine is one. Oh, my God. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like. Just one, because it was just the <clears throat> moment where Kate um, is having her little daydream, and she finally lets go of past Kate's negativity, and she lets mm. go of her dad. And I just thought it was a powerful moment to see Kate be positive and confident, and I'm being, I'm on board with her. So, I was just, I just felt Kate in that moment. But I didn't cry. No, no tears. No real tears. Um, I don't know if this counts, but it kind of counts. So I'm going to take two. Okay, so you already had one, and then there's your two. Well, no, I'm going to take half of hers. I give it two and a half. <laughs> okay. Are you allowed to do that? I, sure, I, you can do that. I, can I can make my own rules. Um, I'm just kidding. It was... It's not in the episode, so I think it's cheating. It's in the flash... It's in the flash of the next episode is the scene with his brother, and he's saying... I'm supposed to protect him. He's my brother. That's what big brothers are for. For those of you that did not get to see the preview of next week <laughs> while you're watching online, sorry. <laughs> Wait, I'm assuming they've watched it, no? Correct, but I watch mine online when I don't watch it recorded and I don't get to see previews okay, of next so week. Okay, so I'm going to put my tissues back in here. <laughs> no, you can keep going. It's fine. Okay. I'm just telling it to all of our viewers if they didn't get to see the preview of next well, week. Well, okay, I'm not telling them anything they don't know. Obviously, Jack's brother died, but it was that the way they previewed it together and it says, we finally learned how Jack became Jack. I literally got oh, chills. Yeah. And when he's holding his... Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> He's holding his brother in this scene. I don't know why I got like so emotional. I was like, wow, really? I'm gonna... You had emotional. I know I, I did. I looked over at you. I always am emotional. Though. She didn't cry the whole episode. Come to the next preview. She's like... <laughs> so anyways, next week's going to be good. Yeah. I'm we'll still have them. real tear jerkers next week. I'm taking two, but they're happy tears. Okay. One. It wasn't that like crazy emotional episode, emo- which oh, I like. I ripped it. Because not every... Oh, sorry, oh. it's the ending. Uh. Not every episode needs to, like, <laughs> make us cry. Three. I just needed two. So, mine was the moment where he was washing the dishes. Oh, yeah. That I, was close. That was my most heartwarming, like, I wanted to cry because I was so happy. Because I think that it was so significant. And maybe it's just because I'm, I'm relating to Rebecca and I feel like I impose myself on her sometimes. Because I felt a lot with the Alan situation. I was like, yes, girl, you need to follow your dreams because that's the way I've been raised. So I'm like, again, I'm, I'm putting, like, myself in Rebecca. But I think, like, for the times and especially what's happening now in the conversations, I think it's so amazing that it's so juxtaposed with, like, what's happening real time. And they filmed this months ago. But for her to, like, 
almost find this man that like he wants to support her dreams. Everything he says is like fluff and beautiful, and like he but adores according her. According to where he wants to move, though, not where she wants to go. I'm getting there. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you missed that part. I was like, no, 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 he ain't that great. Just kidding. I mean, I think in a way he gave her opportunities that some other people couldn't. So yeah. like he still believed in her enough to be like, let's go to New York. Let's at yeah. least do something. But either way, when she had that moment of seeing him like do the dishes, he was taking care of his mother, mm-hmm. which is a nurturing element. He was not only making it a woman's job, it was an equal job. They, I think that that was such an intimate moment for them to like him washing it and then her drying it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it symbolized a partnership. And then also going into like the spontaneity and the love and the awkwardness and the weirdness of the relationship of like, let's go to Los Angeles. Like all of that, I was like, Someone wash dishes with me. <laughs> so I was that's like, why someone load the dishwasher with me. That's, yeah, that's I want to touch <laughs> one thing on that point because I do think, like, the, in that weird dishwashing awkward moment, it's like a profound thing. We kind of saw her character at the bakery place and, like, she has the egg cracks, like the eggshell, which yes. is totally something I do every single time. So I was like, what's the big deal? You just pick it out. But, um, we kind of see her character coming out of, like, the, the female male role. And I feel like, she just manifested and said exactly what she wanted in a guy. Boom, there Jack is. Yep. And so that's the power nice of versa. actually saying out loud to the universe what, what it is you want. Because I'm like such a strong believer in that. If you actually take the step, and she did. She left the baking class and went to the, this, what is it, the saw class? Mm-hmm. What is that called? Mm. And by doing that, by taking the step woodwork, towards it. Woodworking. Woodworking. Class. By taking the step towards it, the universe literally gave her exactly what she asked it for, which is a guy that doesn't follow those barriers, that is different and that is caring and, and really awkward. And Jack manifested like, what his dream, too, in the supermarket. Yep. He said he wants a family, he wants a wife, kid. kids, just a decent job, which he had just a decent job. And so they both manifested. It came to fruition, their manifestation. Yes, Manifest it. Yeah. Well, we only have a few, like not seconds. even a few minutes, a few <laughs> seconds left. So let's do really quick predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. It's a whole new song. Okay, take it away. Uh, we find out that Jack's brother dies. <laughs> we already knew that. I know. That's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's that all was a really pitiful prediction. <laughs> I have nothing today. Nothing. I mean, that nothing. works too. I was going more womp, womp, womp. Yeah. But we'll, we'll take that. Uh, mine quickly <laughs> is they really fall in love. They become Jack and Rebecca on this uh, LA road trip. No way. They so. fall in love? <laughs> Where's the womp, womp, womp? That was just as bad. Right. I know. Can we get two no, womp, womp, womp womps for this? No, no, this is where the, the story womp, begins. Womp, womp, we don't know each other for four hours, so of course it's where the story begins. Womp, womp, womp. Do it again. Fine. No, no, no. I don't get a womp, womp. Fine. Fine. Candace, what you got? I love you it's guys, quick both. production. Um, I'm excited I to like see it. Kevin and, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Zoe. Because I really am anticipating, because you both took two of the things I'm excited about. But on top of it, I, I'm excited to see Kevin's passion going forward and learning more about his dad on a different level. I think Kate and Toby are going to have triplets. That she was might be the opto mom. Candace gets a womp womp because that wasn't a prediction. <laughs> that was just what she's excited for. Womp womp her. No? You guys, <laughs> I you guys, actually get the real womp womp You guys, it just came to me. She got eight eggs, which means that was like a very good session. And you know when they do fertilization, oftentimes you can have twins. And since twins only run in their family, I'm thinking it's going to be a, a 
Bur- Another triplet. A ball curve, curve ball, and uh, it's going to be triplets. Yes. Well, they okay, were that's triplets. a prediction. That's a prediction. Quadruplets. They were triplets. So quadruplets. And we oh, lost one. You want four? Damn. All right, that's a prediction. We got sure. one prediction. We got one prediction. I think I think Kevin and Zoe are gonna have a. Um, they're gonna fall in love, and then it's gonna be a big blowout. I don't know blowout how I feel about those two. All right, I think it's gonna be a big blowout. <laughs> okay, sorry, I just had to throw something in there because I needed to have a prediction, apparently, <laughs> and not what I was excited about. But let us know what you're excited about in the comments below. Let us know what you guys thought about the after show, what you thought about this episode, and what you're excited about coming up in this really anticipated episode next week with Jack finding out how he became the Jack that we love. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Candice Cruz, and you can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And I just want to thank all of you guys at home that are always in the comment section. Yes. And giving us the most in-depth analysis. Sometimes better it's things insane. than we even yeah, say. so good. So we love you guys. Thank you for that. Hi, guys. I'm Paris Rose. Ditto what they said. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose and Twitter at Paris Rose TV. And how do they spell your name? Two R's. There you go. Two R's. Just making sure. I gotta throw that in there too. <laughs> they gotta find you, girl. Yeah, they gotta. They gotta find you. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Our founder Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.